This is Endourology Sound Bites, a new podcast series from the publisher of the Journal of Endourology and Video Urology, in cooperation with the Endourological Society. This series is brought to you by Richard Wolf, a global leader in endoscopy since 1906. Richard Wolf delivers solutions that are improving patient outcomes and shaping the future of minimally invasive surgery. For more information, please visit richardwolfusa.com. Hello, this is Brian Metlaga, Associate Director of Education for the Endourology Society, and I would like to welcome you to the Richard Wolf podcast series. In this episode, Dr. Michelle Sammons from University of Pittsburgh will provide her insights into new developments in the field of stone management. Today, I'll be talking about what is the best option for fluid management during ureteroscopy. And I'll start by saying that irrigation has a purpose. It's used during endourologic procedures to help us to see by distending the lumen of the urinary tract and by washing away blood, debris, and stone fragments. But this clear visualization does need to be balanced to avoid unwanted effects of irrigation. For example, we don't want stone migration. We don't want hydro over distension and barotrauma which can lead to fornicial rupture and subsequent bleeding or urinoma. And we also don't want high intrarenal pressure that can lead to pyelolymphatic and pylovenous absorption. Now, when talking about fluid management during ureteroscopy, one of the first things to mention is what type of fluid to use. And I recommend using normal saline during ureteroscopy. The AUA and Endourological Society Guidelines on the Surgical Management of Stones, published in 2016, also recommend that clinicians must use normal saline irrigation for both percutaneous nephrolithotomy and for ureteroscopy. And this is a strong recommendation with level grade B evidence. Now, there's some literature out there that suggests water irrigation can improve visualization but there are definite safety concerns with the use of water and the benefits do not outweigh the risks, particularly when we're using our modern high quality scopes. Specifically with the use of water irrigation, there's a risk of hyponatremia, hemolysis and heart failure. Now, while a straightforward and standard case may be very low risk for adverse effects, surgical procedures, as we all know, can become unexpectedly complex very quickly. There are also times where complications such as perforation may occur and they go unrecognized. So in the setting of an unexpected complex or lengthy procedure, or in the setting of an unrecognized complication such as perforation, the risk of potential adverse effects with the use of water increases and could be devastating. Now, in terms of how we can achieve irrigation, there are a variety of techniques that can be used. We could use a gravity bag. We could use a manually pumped pressure bag. We could use a manual hand pump or foot pump system, or there are a variety of automated machines that we can use as well. Now, I personally believe the best option for fluid management during ureteroscopy is with the use of an automated machine. And there are a number of reasons why I believe this, and we'll go through several of those reasons here. The first reason is the whole reason why we use irrigation, to be able to see. The best option for fluid management during ureteroscopy 
is going to be the option that allows for the most optimal visualization. If we think back to one of the most basic principles in physics, Ohm's law, we remember that flow rate equals irrigation pressure divided by resistance. So the lower the pressure, the lower the flow rate. And the higher the resistance, the lower the flow rate. When we use gravity irrigation, the pressure is by definition low, which means that flow rate is also low. If we then occupy a working channel in the scope with an instrument, this increases the resistance and flow rate further decreases. This can be extremely frustrating because it frequently leads to inadequate visualization. Gravity simply doesn't provide sufficient pressure and fluid to clear that visual field, and this worsens when a working channel is occupied. Also, let's not forget that as the gravity bag drains, the height changes and the flow gets even worse. Machines can adjust to an appropriate steady irrigation pressure to optimize flow rate and enhance visualization. Both pressure bags and manual pump systems tend to fluctuate and they really don't allow for a controlled pressure. In other words, machines allow for a more precise pressure control. With machines, we can work at a steady and controlled pressure, and we can actively monitor that pressure and have no sudden pressure peaks. Now, some may ask the question with these higher pressures compared to gravity, do we need to be concerned about those unwanted effects of irrigation that were mentioned previously, such as barotrauma, stone migration, and systemic absorption? And the answer is there have been several groups that defined pressures encountered during ureteroscopy. And they found that, yes, gravity irrigation did have the lowest pressures, but as we just described, visualization was impaired, and they noted this as well. They did find, not surprisingly, that pressure irrigation had higher pressures. But with the use of an automated system, these pressures were controlled and steady. The interesting finding that these groups had were that manual hand irrigation had the highest pressures, higher than using a pressure bag itself. And this was due to the peaks being very high. So one might say, just pump a little lighter. But they found that this was still true, even with the use of gentle hand irrigation. I personally worry more about these high pressure peaks causing adverse effects than a constant, steady, precisely controlled, continuous pressure system. Machines also allow for predefined safety ranges. They still permit fine control at the level of the stopcock, so you can physically turn the flow down to the lowest that's sufficient for visualization. And we can adjust to an exact pressure at the level of the machine itself, allowing for dynamic adjustment based on each individual situation. This is in contradistinction to manually pressurized bags, which have a gradual decrease in pressure as they drain. Now, in addition to the fine control, Risk of pressures can also be minimized just by maximizing outflow. And I think knowing how to manage outflow is part of knowing the best option for fluid management during ureteroscopy. So the use of a ureteral access sheath reduces intrarenal pressures by up to 75%, and that keeps the pressure at safe levels. These reductions in pressure are maximized as access sheath diameter increases. Now, of course, larger access sheath size is associated with increased risk for ureteral injury. So we do need to balance this risk with the potential benefit in each individual case.
Now, if a sheath can't be placed, we can still facilitate drainage and outflow by placing catheters into the bladder, such as a red rubber catheter, and into the kidney, such as a five French open-ended catheter, to decompress the system. Using smaller scopes also facilitates drainage. Now, machines may also be associated with better surgical outcomes and decreased operative time. There was a study done years ago that compared an automated irrigation system to standard irrigation, and the authors found that stone-free rate was significantly higher and operative time was significantly less when using a machine. Both of these findings were attributed to the enhanced visualization associated with an automated system. Now, in addition to superior visualization and potentially improved surgical outcomes with reduced operative times, machines also allow for less dependence on others. With both handheld and manually pressurized pumps, the surgeons need an assistant, whether it's to control the hand pump or whether it's to physically pump the pressure bag as it loses pressure throughout the case. There was a study that compared a hand pump directly with an automated system, and these investigators found that flow rate falls precipitously with time when using a hand pump and required constant attention by the assistant to the device in order to maintain adequate pressure for visualization. Assistant fatigue can be a limiting factor throughout the procedure, And let's not forget the assistant is also at risk for repetitive motion injury, which itself can be costly. A foot pump system would likely have similar findings with regards to loss of flow rate, and it could be challenging for the surgeon to manage both a foot pump when already also managing foot pedals like the laser and fluoroscopy. One additional bonus of many of these automated machines is that they often allow for simultaneous thermoregulation as well. And temperature control has many possible benefits. There was a meta-analysis of 13 randomized control trials comparing warmed versus room temperature fluids for endoscopic surgeries. And the meta-analysis found that perioperative core temperatures and postoperative shivering were affected by room temperature fluids. And there was also a mild decrease in bleeding with the use of warmed solution. Hypothermia in general has also been associated with increased cardiac events, increased wound infection, and prolonged recovery period. Now, some may point out that machines are expensive, but I say while there may be a higher expense up front, more reliable flow leads to better visualization as we've discussed here. And better visualization has been shown to lead to potentially better outcomes and shorter operative times. These better outcomes and shorter operative times may translate to a lower cost in the long run because fewer staged procedures may be needed. And shortened operative times mean less cost per procedure and more procedures can be done in any given day. So to summarize the key points, the purpose of irrigation during ureteroscopy is to enable optimal visualization to successfully, safely, and efficiently complete a procedure. Normal saline should always be used, in my opinion, and the best option for fluid management during ureteroscopy is utilizing a machine that allows for precise pressure control and thermoregulation. This results in optimal visualization, which can translate to better surgical outcomes and decreased operative times, all while depending less on others. <music>